Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And on this episode, uh, we talked about the five mistakes that lead to chronic reoccurring back pain. This was an event that we had um, actually this week. It was on Tuesday of this week. And we recorded it, of course, and decided to, to pop it up here on um, this podcast. It's a fantastic event. We had a great feedback. Um, you will also learn about an online course that um, I have created to really help you hone in on the source of your problems with your back. Um, it's an industry that is a billion dollar industry. And it seems like just people just keep on like are being debilitated with back pain and, and they're not getting answers. And that's my goal is to help provide some answers with you, help you understand your body better to get to the source of the problem. So check out this podcast and learn more about, um, the five mistakes, uh, that lead to chronic reoccurring back pain, as well as my new course that we just have set up. And if you're interested in wanting to do that course, I actually have the link to the sign up with more information and education, um, in the comment section of this podcast. So with, um, all the further ado, let's get started. This is the empower your life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. Awesome. So um, this is a new talk for me. I'm excited. I'm excited to do it. Um, it's five mistakes that lead to chronic reoccurring back pain. And I kind of came up with this because we get so many people that come in with back pain and almost all of them did one or five of these things that did not work, um, that they just kept on trying to find healthcare provider after healthcare provider after healthcare provider to, um, to figure out like why they aren't getting full resolution. And, uh, and so when they came into our office, we were able to figure some things out, but these were some of the, the mistakes that they were making. And I thought it would be a good one to um, talk about. And then we'll talk about um, what next steps look like as well as a, a new online back program that I just um, created that's um, gonna be up live and running here pretty soon. So let's get started. So I'm gonna show you mistakes that we see clients with our chronic reoccurring back pain make and why they're mistakes. So you do not go down the same path, which can be costly. And really I wanted to do this talk so that if you're going down this path, you'd be like, oh my gosh, no wait, Maybe that's not the path that I need to go down or you'll recognize it a little bit sooner so that you can not continue to go down that path. So for you guys, um, if y'all guys stay with me to the end, you will get a bonus. We'll get a, um, a back pain guide that I created a couple weeks ago um, that's fantastic, that gives you even more educational things that you can do. Um, so if you stay to the end, you'll definitely, we'll get, we'll get you that um, sent to your email. So make sure you turn off all distractions, put your phone on silent so that we can stay alert so and continue our learning. So this is one of my clients. Um, she'd been to countless doctors, physical therapists, chiropractors, acupuncturists, um, and essentially I was the first one that really truly healed her chronic back pain. And, and we hear this all the time. It's not just 
one client, it's lots of clients um, that come in and say the same thing where they've been to five, six, seven, eight, nine different types of healthcare providers, not getting those lasting solutions until they come into our office. <clears throat> and a lot of what we do is provide education, but we'll get into some of the things um, that we talk about when we see some of these clients that come into our office. So you're here for multiple reasons. You could just be excited to come in and learn more and just you know, use us as kind of that resource. Um, you may be just motivated because you want to get something done with your back pain, um, or you might just be intrigued that, um, that, that this is something that, you know, you want to learn more about. So which one are you put it in the comment section? Um, just so I know that you're still around, um, one, you're excited about learning more, um, two, you're motivated to learn what you could be doing wrong. That could be keeping you with back pain or three, you're just in intrigued to learn more about what, um, why back pain could be reoccurring that doctors won't always tell you. So whatever your motivation, I'm here to fully support you. So a little bit about me. I've had 20 years of experience, actually over 20 years um, of experience in physical therapy. Um, I love to learn. So I go to courses all the time. Um, I've been speakers at um, different events. Um, these are some of my friends we're, we're always going to courses together, um, always on the path of learning and trying to, um, figure out better ways of doing things. So, and if you look at like just our history at my office, we've been around for about six years or so, seven years. Um, and we have only sent two patients to having back surgery in those seven years, which is a pretty phenomenal track record. And we've pulled many people that either were scheduled or told they had to have back pain out of surgery um, and got their life back. Um, I have three degrees in this area. I'm, again, I just love to learn. So I've kind of collected a lot of degrees of, over my years. Um, and uh, I don't know if there's any other degrees that I can actually get, but I'm still striving to, to be better. So what I want you to feel like is I want you to imagine what it would feel like if you could find a solution to your back pain. What would that look like? How would that affect your life? And really, really think about that. We want you to leave back pain behind so that you can spend more time doing the things that you love without fear of your back going out or that you're going to be down for the next week, two weeks. If you do something that might be out of your like box because um, your back pain could, you, you could, your back could start, start spasming and, um, and, you know, keeping you sidelined. So where are we going to go with all this today? So we're going to talk about these five mistakes. So the first one will go into core strengthening. The second mistake is we're stretching those muscles that feel tight. The third mistake will be getting a massage. We're going to dive deeper into all these. Um, the fourth mistake is, is medications and injections. Um, the fifth mistake is like, thinking that you just have to live with your back pain. And then we'll have question and answers at the end. So here's the first mistake. Core strengthening will fix my back pain. I mean, we get doctors telling our clients this. We get personal trainers telling our clients this. We get other physical therapists telling our clients this. And let's talk about why this is not the case. So when you have back pain, you have to solve the back pain first. And if you have pain, your muscles won't fire. So we've had many times where, you know, the pain from the back might've referred into the hip and people went and did all these hip exercises trying to strengthen their hip, but their hip never got any stronger. Your muscles will not fire if you have pain in certain areas. 
your muscles also won't fire if you physically can't move. And so that's always like the first step that we go in our office is looking at mobility first. Mobility meaning how do the joints move? Not necessarily flexibility, but mobility. How do the joints move? And we have to look at it in a lot of different areas. So you have to look at the thoracic spine. We have to look at the how the back moves. We've got to look at how the hips move. They're all connected and they all can create back pain. But if any one of those aren't moving very well, your body's gonna move around it, which means that you're not gonna be strengthening the things that we need to be strengthening. So you can't start with core strength when looking at back pain. You've gotta, you've gotta take a step, you gotta take a step back first to work on that mobility. Um, you know, a lot of times it's our postures and positioning. So, you know, we go and we sit, we sit a lot because that's what we do um, with our jobs. Most of, most of our jobs is sitting. And so if you think of like, you know, you're sitting and you're in this poor posture. So it's like, if I pull my finger back and I hold my position, my finger in that position, the joint doesn't like being in that position. It doesn't matter how strong my finger is. And if most people have, I've worked on, they pretty much tell you my fingers are pretty strong. But if I keep pulling my finger back like this, the joint doesn't like it and the joint's gonna have problems. And eventually um, when we come out of it and we go back into it, our joints will have problems and we'll start having pain. And that's like, it doesn't, didn't matter how strong my hands were. It's more of the positioning that I've putting my body in, which is creating the problem. And again, core strengthening has nothing to do with that. So when we um, have put our joints in these positions, they can get really stiff for a lot of different reasons. And when we have been in one position and we're trying to get out of that position, we're going to feel super stiff, which is why a lot of times when people have back pain, they've been sitting for a while, they'll try to stand up and they can't, like they feel like they're 80 years old. We hear that, that all the time. It's not a core strengthening problem. <clears throat> it's a you know, we've got to get into your daily activities and positioning and things like that to help take care of some of those things. And again, like what I said, you have to start with mobility before you can go to stability. You have to, it's a step that gets missed all the time. So again, poor sitting causes back pain. It goes back to that a finger analogy. You pull your finger back, the joints don't like being in those positions. If you're there long enough, when we come out of it, your body has to recover. And then you go back into it again because we sit the next day and then we come out of it. But what happens is as we get older, unfortunately, we just don't recover as fast as when we were really young. Um, and so when we're young, we can recover much faster. It's not as big of a deal. Plus we're up and moving around all, all over the place. We, as we get older, we tend to sit a little bit more because of our work and we get into those bad postures and we come out of those postures we don't, we're not out of them long enough for our body to adjust that we go back into them. And then we start having issues within that joint. And that's kind of really a big bulk of how, how it happens. Um, <clears throat> now it's the accumulation of things that you do throughout the whole entire day, um, day after day, year after year that accumulate. And then eventually it's like, all I did was put socks in my suitcase and I barely can move. It, was, it wasn't even anything that I did. It was the accumulation of all the activities throughout the days and the years that you've been doing that have created up to that point where it said, I'm done, I'm going to make you hurt. And that's, and that's kind of what happens. So, um, it's, we have to get into, you know, your daily activities and what you're doing and come up with a game plan around that. 
So decreased joint movement and pain does not allow your muscles to fire, which is kind of what I talked about before. So we have got to fix those, those pieces first, and then we can get into some strengthening exercises because we need to, we need, we need to get stronger, but we have to get to the source of the problem first. So this is one of our clients. Um, he was told by other healthcare providers that he needed to work on core strengthening, um, which he did. And um, it didn't work, which is why he came to our office. So he had um, years of pain, was having a hard time doing fun activities with his family. And um, that was a big fear of his. It was fear that he wasn't going to be able to do some of the, thing, the fun things. He wasn't going to be able to travel with his kids um, because his back was giving him a lot of problems. But um, he came into our office and we were able to um, identify what was going on, what he was doing throughout the day. And now he knows what to do and he's back to, you know, living it up with his son and daughter. He has a daughter too. <laughs> so mistake number two, just stretch your back muscles and hip muscles. And so this is one that I see all the time. So what we typically see is people, especially they'll go to, they'll either do the exercise on their own or they will go to a physical therapy or they'll go to a personal trainer and they're like, oh, we need to stretch the back muscles. They're tight. Well, the muscles are a symptom of something else that's going on. The muscles tighten up to protect. So if something's not moving, the muscles are going to tense up and protect. And if you're going to stretch a muscle that's tight, it doesn't really work. You've got to get to why that muscle is tight. So most of the time, what people will do is I'm going to bring my knees to my chest and that's going to stretch those tight muscles and that's going to make me feel better. And it kind of feels good at the, at the time that you're doing it. But actually, it's almost the reverse direction of what we need to go into. And usually this will make you worse. Um, and so, and we've seen it with clients time and time again, where this has made them worse. Now, there are times that we need to go into this direction, but that's when you really need to get to a specialist to really figure some things out to make sure um, on those tougher cases for back pain, um, because they'll be able to navigate what to do and, and how to guide you through that process. But most of the time, Bring your knees to your chest is not the, the direction that you need to go into and will actually make you worse. When you hear people say things like, I hurt worse sitting, I have a hard time standing up after sitting, when I walk, I feel much better, those kind of things that you see people talk about with back pain, this exercise right here will make you worse. Your muscle tension is a symptom and you've got to get to why that muscle is tightening up. And once when you do, the muscles will go away. You don't feel like you need to stretch them anymore. So the tightness that you feel in your back or the tightness that you might feel in your hamstrings or the tightness that you might feel in your hips can just be a symptom. The tightness is, is there's something else that's creating it and you've got to get to what that is. And that's kind of what we do in, in our office. So we often stretch and move the wrong way. And we all often think, oh, my hamstrings tight. I need to stretch my hamstring when in reality it's coming from your back. And if you get to the source of the back issue, the hamstring tightness will go away like that. We've had clients that literally was like, you know, they're dancers and they're trying to kick and they can't and their hamstring is super, super tight. And we showed them stretches. We don't even, didn't even stretch the hamstring. We literally stretched the hip and the back in a completely different direction. Like we were not even taking it where the hamstring had any tension whatsoever. And literally after we stretched the joints, then they're able, that hamstring improves just like the other side within a visit. Um, so just because things get tight, doesn't mean that, oh, my muscle's tight and we've got to keep on stretching it to get it loose. It could be that it's tight because of something else. 
And that's where we have to get to kind of the source of stuff of, of what's going on. So again, we often stretch and move the wrong way. It's almost always, I'm like, stop doing that. Let's do it this way instead. Um, it's almost always, it comes out of my mouth when we see clients. So again, muscle tension is a symptom. Most people stretch the wrong way. I pretty much can predict when people have been to other physical therapy offices, this is, I go, let me guess what they've given you. Bring your knees to your chest, rotate your legs side to side, hamstring stretch, figure four stretch, bridging, clamshells. They're like, oh my God, how did you know? And I'm like, <laughs> because that's what everyone gives them. No one's sitting down, going through a full evaluation to figure out what's going on, to listen to you, to put the pieces of the puzzle together, to then go, okay, now we're going to take some baselines. We're going to move you. We're going to go back to those baselines to see if they get better or worse to help guide us in the process and understanding your body and knowing what to do. They just go at it like, oh, you have back pain. This is what we're going to do. So let me talk a little bit about how the disc works. So if we look at this, this is our disc that's in the center and we have the nerves that kind of come off to the side of each level and these are the bones. So we have rings around these discs and the rings really keep everything intact. So when people have like a herniated disc, very common, and uh, most of the time the rings are completely intact. I've, I've literally only seen maybe one client that's come in where I'm like, Ooh, you have like a rep. I mean, it, when you know, like <laughs> when the, the disc has ruptured and all the stuff in the center has like moved out, you pretty much know, um, their pain is, um, unrelenting. They can't move in into any kind, they can't change their pain levels at all. Like it's, it's very clear that that's what's happened. But when, um, the disc and everything is intact, usually you can find positions that make them feel better. Um, and clients will tell us, like, we'll, tell, we'll ask them, what, what, what are things that make you feel better? What positions do you get into, that gets, get into that give you some relief? And then we put in those pieces to understanding of what's going on with you based off of things that make you feel better and worse. And so the inside of this is kind of like gel filled. So again, if we think about it, a lot of times, what are we doing throughout the day? We're bending forward because we're sitting and we're picking things up and we're cleaning the house. I mean, we're, we're gardening. These are all things that we do bending forward. Well, that puts pressure on the front parts of these discs and it moves the gel to the back. And then eventually it creates issues back through here where you can get a little bit of like a, a, um, a herniated disc that kind of can pinch a nerve. These all can be resolved with physical therapy. We don't need surgery for, for, for something like this. Um, there, it's very easy to, to resolve if this is what, where the, the source of the problem is coming from. And so this is kind of, yeah, think of these as rings and we kind of damage those rings. So if you think of like, um, like you've had an ankle sprain and you twist your ankle toward the ligaments that are damaged, you're putting pressure on those ligaments. It hurts. Um, same kind of thing happens is we, we can damage these rings anywhere on this. Usually it's back here. Um, and anytime you put pressure on it, it starts hurting and that pain can refer into a lot of different areas of the body. Um, and so that's, that's very common, but if we can go and take pressure off this area, it's going to heal. All of this has a blood supply. So, um, so on the outside, so it totally can heal. We see it time and time again, but that's kind of how, if you look at like kind of the disc model, that's, that's what, um, that's kind of how the back works. Now, this was a, as a top competitive swimmer who hurt his back about a year ago, he went to several PTs and he got worse. Um, he was basically was told to do the exercise was bring your knees to your chest multiple times a day. 
And that's kind of what he did multiple times a day. And so that literally started locking him up, got to the point where he couldn't even move. He was, I mean, this was his freshman year at SMU and he was fearful that he wasn't going to be able to um, swim or compete. And he has been able to swim and compete. Now he's had need a little bit tune-ups here, there, because he's was in mid season of, of doing a lot to his body, but overall he's been able to compete the whole entire season um, and is doing fantastic. But again, he was given the wrong exercise and it, um, it actually made him worse. Mistake number three, get a massage. And now I'm totally for massages and when they work, it's great. But when they don't work, there means that means there's a problem. It means that your tissues that they're working on is tightening up and there's, and it's a symptom. So you're basically just treating a symptom and not getting down to why the tissue is tightening up. So, um, you know, it, so it's, it's great. If you go in, you're like, Ooh, I have some tightness in my back. Let me go and get a massage and you get a massage and it doesn't last very long. Um, that's why it's because something else is creating tightness. So it should give you a clue of, Ooh, I need to find someone that's going to be able to help me with this and figure out why my muscles are getting tight. Um, and that's, that's what you have to do. So your tissue it, tightness, again, is just a symptom. It's not any different than us wanting to stretch those muscles. We want to massage those muscles so that they don't, so they loosen up. But if there's some, if there's something else that's causing the tightness, you've got to address that. So it's a good, it's a good test for you. So if you're noticing that you get a massage and it goes away or it comes back really quickly or within like, you know, an hour to a day, you know, that, um, that there's something else that's creating tightness. You got to get to someone else that's going to be able to help you. So again, muscle tension is a symptom. You've got to get to the root cause of the problem. And like I said before, the common areas that can create back pain are the lower ribs, the back and the hip. And then you can have a combination of a couple of these that happen. We find back and hip go hand in hand. Um, not always, but mm, about 90% of the time, if they have a back issue, guarantee you they have a hip issue as well. I don't know which one starts which one, but you got to go and, and get the back working first and moving first, and then you can go into the hip and get that moving. Um, but the, they're very common. But the ribs, ribs, people don't think that the lower ribs can create issues um, for the back. It also can create issues for your hip. I had people that had no back pain, but they kept on having hip pain and it came from the ribs. Again, there's so many things that are connected. You have the muscle tension that's protecting. that can go from the ribs to the top of the hips. And if you're getting enough protection, then you're going to feel that referral pain from somewhere else. And like I said, I always tell everyone, I'm like, where the side of the pain is, is often not where the source of the problem is coming from. So you've got to really look at everything um, to get that resolution. Again, our daily postures um, will give you problems. If we're in the computer and we're sitting slouched, it, it's going to be a problem. We have things that we use called the McKinsey rolls and they're soft round rolls that we can place in our back so that it just kind of helps maintain it. And it's going to also help with the neck. Cause you can see if you lose it in the back, the neck's not going to look great, but if you can get the back nice and, and good, your neck's also going to be in a much better position. Okay. Mistake number four get an injection or take some medications thinking that's going to solve my problem, but the pain returns. So if you look at the research on injections, it is not great. Um, it is great short-term. It can help short-term usually within six weeks or so, but long-term general exercise. It's not even like 
like specific to the person, just a general exercise is better than the injections long-term. Um, and I don't know how many clients have come in where they've done injections after injections. And it's like, let's do another round. Let's do another round. Now I'm not opposed to injections when, when there really is a chemical component to it that needs to be addressed so that we can get to the mechanics that can happen, but you, you can't just treat pain that's been there where you're not really sure what happened with, with an injection. Um, it doesn't work. It's expensive. They want to take you and put you under so they can get the specific area. Um, and they often, they often don't work and don't last. Um, we've had clients that come into us that have literally been on so many medications over the years. They've just done, done pain management for years and years and years for their back pain that when they, we finally got some resolution for them that they literally had to go to drug rehab to, because that's how long they'd been on those medications. Please don't go down that path. It's not a great one. Also, the injections usually lead you down the path of surgery because when the doctors see that the injections don't work, then they want to go and suggest surgery. Um, very, very common. We do 200% more surgeries in this country than any other country. Um, and it's because we have so many more surgeons and that's what they do. Um, and one surgery leads to a second and third surgery because you're never getting education as to why it happened. Because most of the time people aren't sure what they did that created their pain. Um, most of the time they, um, you know, so if you don't have that understanding of what you're doing throughout the day, that's creating it and you're going back to the same habits and postures and things that you're doing throughout the day after the surgery, it will come back. And then they're like, yes, you know, we just need to do a more aggressive surgery. This is really normal. This happens, you know, so let's go now and let's do a fusion and that, that we see it all the time. So don't go down that path. Um, Doctors always will send you down the path of injections um, will all, and then end surgery. Like they just do. That's what they know. I mean, that's what they went to school for. So they don't always look at other options out there that might help. And to be honest, you know, they do also will send to physical therapy that doesn't really help. So they don't really think that physical therapy will help clients unless they get to people that they know that have actually helped. So um, it's, it's just the way the healthcare system is right now. So again, like what I said, um, the injections don't last for back pain. Um, and basically the research, um, says the same thing. I mean, when I was looking up, when I went through my diploma for, um, mechanical diagnosis and therapy, we had to read a ton of research, just a ton. Like I had piles of research that we had to read and we had to pull in like other different types of treatments for back pain and just research that and compare it to kind of what we were learning. And one of the ones that I did was on injections. And I pulled it on like all the different body parts and just read research after research after research. And literally they all said the same thing. Like it was a good short-term solution. Um, usually lasted about six to eight weeks. Um, sometimes much shorter. We have people that have only lasted for like a day or two. It was really the anesthetic that they put in there is what made them feel better initially. But then once that wore off, their pain came right back again. Um, so, but long-term, um, it's not a great solution. Long-term, it does break down tendons and, and bones and things like that. So there are better options out there to, to doing this of, of, again, getting to someone that understands what's going on, getting to someone that understands the body to like help navigate it for you and get you, um, get you to where you understand what you need to do to get you out of the pain. And again, I think I've told this before, why injections lead you down the path of surgery because they don't work. So the doctor's next logical path is let's do surgery so that we can fix the problem. It's very, very, very common in our medical community. Um, and it's really sad. And a lot of it's, it comes down to, we just don't have enough time 
typically we, to, to sit down and talk with patients um, with the way the insurance is, which way the hospitals are. They don't want you to spend much time with someone. So they rely heavily on imaging to show you, hey, this is what's going on. We're going to do this so they can get you in and out. Um, they don't, I mean, I always say like, I don't know how you can evaluate someone in a 10 minute with a 10 minute conversation and, and not really moving you um, to really figure out what's going on when you're not really sure what you did. Now, if you fell and you broke your arm, that's pretty easy. Let's go an x-ray. Oh yeah, we see the fracture. We know what to do. The majority of us have no clue what we did, um, why it started. And that's, that's a longer conversation. So here's a client that um, basically uh, came to us. She'd had back pain for years. She was wanting to run um, the Boston Marathon. And she um, basically, a friend said, let's go get some, get some injections so you can run it. She goes, absolutely. So she spent $3,000, got some back injections, felt better, ran the marathon until mile 20 when her pain came back again. The doctor said she needed another round. Actually, it was another three rounds that she did. Um, and her back pain got worse. And she literally came into our office and I think it was like six weeks. It might've been a little bit more than that, but she was back to running pain-free, knew exactly what she, what she needed to do um, and is super thankful. But the doctor that told her that, um, cause she said, I'm gonna go to physical therapy. And that doctor that had been giving her these injections for like three years, basically said, be careful, they can hurt you. <laughs> and I'm like, they're putting a needle in your spine. What are you talking about? We can hurt you. Um, I, I hope she went back and told them that, that she got full resolution with us, but I don't know, but yeah, this, these are common stories that we see all the time, um, that come through our office. So in the comment section, share with what you've tried. Have you tried core strengthening for your back pain? Um, have you tried getting a massage for your back pain? Did you try taking medications? Put in the chat, which one you did one, two or three. Um, so I can kind of see what you have, what you guys all have done. Some of you are my clients, so I know what you've done. <laughs> okay, mistake number five, believing that you have to live with back pain. We have so many people that come into our office and they literally have lost hope that they can get any kind of resolution at all. Um, and it's really sad. Um, Believing that, um, you know, that there's nothing that's going to be lasting, that this is just what happens as you get older, uh, or that you have, um, that you've inherited this bad back. Uh, let me tell you, back pain is the number one most debilitating um, injury that people can get. And it's not necessarily hereditary. Some people say that, oh, it's because I've gained weight. Um, actually, there's no research showing that. And honestly, the people that come into my office are not really big on when you, when you have a lot of tissue surrounding your spine, your spine stays in a pretty neutral, pretty good position. We rarely see people that have back pain that are, are obese. They're usually people that are just every everyday people, um, that's, um, you know, positioning and postures and those kind of things that have really, um, given them a lot of problems. Um, our healthcare system is so messed up in treating this area. So a lot of people lose hope that way, but I want to tell you that there is hope because we see it all the time in our office. I mean, that's probably the number one thing that we see is back pain. Um, and most of the people that have come through our office have tried seven to 10 different types of healthcare providers without getting results before coming in to see us. Um, and I mean, some of the people we had a lady that, um, literally was told there's nothing by doctors, there's nothing they could do for her. Um, the, the PTs had given up and said, 
we, you know, basically what they gave her was what she looked up on the internet and was doing. And they said they couldn't help her. And, um, it, she tried, um, other PTs that didn't, didn't work. And then she went, one of our neighbors said, Oh, you should come to this office. And we identified it. Like once we kind of went through the full evaluation, talked to them, I was like, I, I, you know, you're not moving here, here. So this is what we're going to start with. And, uh, we started with an easy stretch, um, that stretched her joints and she stood up for the first time and she had tears in her eyes and said, Oh my gosh, I have hope for the first time. This is the best I felt in a year. And that's, that's kind of, we, we, we see stuff like this all the time. So I don't want you to lose hope. Um, because we, we know that, that we can help or get you to people that can definitely help once we figure out kind of what's going on. So again, there's hope. It's common for clients that come into our office to see seven to 10 different types of healthcare providers, professionals, whether doctors, family practice doctors, um, you know, orthopedic spine surgeons, PTs, chiropractors, acupuncturists, massage therapists, personal trainers, you name it, they've tried it. So again, this was a client and he was one of these clients that literally had been in pain, I think, yeah, 10 years. And um, the doctors just pushed him to pain management. So he basically had been on drugs for 10 years, pain management, 10 years. And every doctor that he went to said surgery was his only option. He couldn't walk more than hundred yards without needing to stop due to pain. And he was 45 years old. He really felt trapped, um, which most of our clients do. Um, he basically said that we were the only people who said that we could help him, but it was going to take some time because he had, um, his body just was not moving very well. And he was so deconditioned, um, overall. So, um, but, um, we did get him back. He is now like, he's a plies instructor. He's pain-free. Um, and he recently just got married and lives in Italy. Now, um, I still follow him, which is awesome. I love following my clients wherever they go. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm super happy for him because he, for 10 years, he really wasn't living. So we hear this all the time that you're, are you really sure we can solve this backpack pain? You know, we've tried everything. Nothing's worked. Like we hear this is a common thing that we hear in our office all the time. And I can give you countless of examples and education to help you understand that it is possible to get resolution for your back pain, but it's your willingness to believe that what I'm saying is truth, even though it goes against everything that maybe you've learned and how, and how you've taken care of your back in the past. But that's the reason to listen. It's doing something different. It's going down a different path. We can't keep on going down the same path and expect the same result. It's just, it's, it doesn't work that way. So what would be, what would you be able to get back to doing if you no longer had your back pain? So, I mean, just thinking of, of some of those things, um, because usually, you know, within reason we, we can get people back. Now we do have those jokester clients that say, yeah, I want to be a professional soccer player. And I'm like, Oh really? Have you ever played soccer before? And they're like, no, I'm like, well, yeah, that's probably not something I'm gonna get you back to doing, but they're jokester clients, <laughs> but overall in general, um, we, you know, getting you back to being active and, and, um, not having the pain, pain is exhausting. It's exhausting to come home and be in pain. Um, and that's one thing that, you know, once we can kind of get rid of some of, some of that that's going on, you literally, I mean, are able to go out to dinner with your friends and family and, and enjoy playing with your kids or grandkids, or being able to go back to the gym and not fear, fear that, you know, your back's going to go out. So, um, we see stuff like this again, all the time. This is another client of ours. 
um, and he wasn't able to participate in his kids' sports. And he was also loved to go to the YMCA to play basketball, and he hadn't been able to do it for a year. He had a pretty big back, like herniated disc. He went into a chiropractor's office and they did some decompression with him, which helped a little bit, but he still was very fearful of moving the wrong way. And so um, he actually came to one of our events just like this and uh, decided, yep, I'm going to come in. I want to do this. And um, within about six or seven visits, he was doing fantastic. He's coming for a few tune-ups here, there, but overall he's back to, you know, playing with his kids, playing sports with his kids and not fearing that his back's going to go out and knowing exactly kind of what to do when he starts feeling like he is um, kind of stiffening up. But I mean, these are results that we see time and time again. So what would it look like if you could have a blueprint to unlocking where the source of your back pain could be coming from? And that's one thing that, um, that I have created. Um, so here, you know, we have two choices. We can either try to figure out what our back pain, how to treat our back pain with your own, you know, research with Dr. Google or YouTube exercises, videos, or Instagram exercises or doctor visits, um, you know, whatever you're doing, or we can come together and figure this out together for you. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a program that we have um, created and we called it a blueprint to unlocking your um, back pain. So in this course, you're going to go from feeling lost and fearful to having um, to live with back pain for the rest of your life to feeling inspired and hopeful that you can get full resolution to get your life back. Um, the first step is identifying the source. And that's kind of what, what I've done in this course. Um, we've kind of split it up into like modules. And the, the three main modules is going to give you the most is really understanding. We really dive deep into um, the anatomy of everything. No big words. A fifth grader can understand what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> but you're going to see a lot of diagrams and videos and pictures and things like that to really see how everything is really connected. The next phase will be um, looking at like how we feel pain. So there's five categories of how we feel pain. If you get the wrong category, you literally are treating a symptom. So there could be, you know, mechanical pain, there's chemical pain, there's thermal pain, there's autoimmune types of pain, and there's emotional types of pain. And we're going to go into all of that, what it looks like, what questions you can ask yourself to determine which category you're in. Um, and then the next phase is figuring out like, okay, now we know there is a mechanical piece. And so now we're going to take it to where is the source of that coming from? Is it a thoracic issue? Is it a back issue? Is it a combination? Is it a hip issue? So we really get into learning um, about like where all this is coming from. And, and that's going to help you navigate what you need to do next or take it to someone. If you don't live in the Dallas area, then, you know, this, it, I'm trying to help people because I get pa patients all the time going, I wish you lived in San Antonio. I wish you lived in California. I wish you lived in Colorado. I wish you lived in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, because we would come see you in your office. Well, I'm trying to find ways to help clients like that, to um, be able to get them to understand their body a little bit better to where they can get to a healthcare provider that's going to be able to, to help them. Obviously, if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we're going to be able to take care of you. So if you don't understand the type of your pain, where it comes from, you are just treating a symptom and you will continue to get back pain. And that's, that's the goal is, is to really help understand and provide education so that, um, so that you can understand your body. 
Um, too often, we just, we don't even sit down and have conversations with clients and we just throw things at them. Um, here's some drugs and here's an injection or try this exercise and try this stretch um, without really, really sitting down and kind of figuring some of these things out. And that's kind of what this course is going to help you do. So the six modules of this course, there's going to be an overview of the spine, how we feel pain, kind of like what I talked about, the common sources of back pain. Um, we'll really get into kind of like the, the disc model too. I'm going to draw everything out and explain all that. Why there's a confusion with back pain treatments. Um, is MRI wasting your money? Um, and why surgery is not the answer. So literally understanding some pieces of these, there's so much savings here. Um, because if you go down and, and have that MRI, cause you just want to see what's going on, that's $1,500. These injections could be, you know, anywhere between 800 to $5,000. Um, and granted, you know, there's insurance that can cover part of it or not. <laughs> Most people have high deductibles. Um, but yeah, there's just a ton of savings in, in the knowledge of understanding this. Plus, if you decide that this is something that you want to do and, um, you sign up, I'm going to give you a couple bonuses. Um, you know, when you look at healthcare providers, they all have like really good healthcare providers, great healthcare providers. They all have things in common. And so I'm basically going to give you the top seven tips to find a great healthcare provider. I mean, when you find one, you want to stick with them because they're good and they understand it. And they usually have other people that can help them. And a lot of, you know, in a holistic way, like we have people that can help people that, you know, have autoimmune conditions that we send people to that they get fantastic results, or we send people to, you know, a doctor that can do cognitive behavior therapy, if there is an emotional component. So we can understand and identify, and we have people that we like to send to a lot of really good healthcare providers all have that because they really, truly want to help their clients. So this is something that is huge um, and understanding, especially when, you know, you don't live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you live somewhere else to kind of help navigate and start asking questions when you interview your healthcare providers to find, determine if this is someone that you really um, want to stick with or not. And then how do you know if you're wasting your money and time on injections? So this is a fantastic document as well. We're going to get into questions for this next bonus on questions that you can ask to determine if an injection is going to help you or not. Um, seriously, this is like huge <laughs> because if you can, if you can understand that, Ooh, the injection probably is not going to help me, um, or is not going to help me. And you decide not to, you decide not to do that. And you go a different route. You can use that money for other things. So that's really what I'm trying, trying to help you do help navigate the, the healthcare system a little bit better. So those are two bonuses that you'll get if you sign up for this course, um, today. So I get it. We see people all the time like you who have been suffering with back pain for years. Um, but this is a proven blueprint that I follow every time I help my clients get full resolution from chronic back pain. One of the cool things that we're going to do is before people actually even take this course, we have a whole sheet questions that they have to answer to understand how their body responds to different things, to write everything down, like brain dump about how your pain presents with some of the questions that we're asking so that you can then take that information as we're going through the course to go, okay, that sounds like that's me and that's me. Um, a lot of times you'll think, well, I feel like I'm on all these categories and I'm so confused, but when you really can take the information out of your head and put it down, you're going to be able to navigate the, navigate the course a lot better. So that's one of the things that, that we are, um, 
gonna do for this course. So again, bonus one, how to find a great healthcare provider. Bonus two, how to know when um, injections are a waste of your time and money. Um, again, you know, just these things can save you so much money that you can put money towards something else that really is gonna give you a great benefit. So the cost of this, it's just $97. I've kept it under $100. I just want people to learn and understand their body. Um, so, and I've split it up where you can do it at $97, or you can do it into two payments. Um, but it's a no brainer for most people. It's the first step that people need to go through before they um, can go into kind of that evaluation process. It's kind of the pre-evaluation is kind of what, what I would call this. So you can get started today. Option one is a one-time payment. Option two is two payments of, of $57. Option three is if you live in the DFW area, um, we will give you um, a free discovery visit for you to come in and sit down and talk with one of our specialists. Plus um, I'll throw in even anyone that's on this call and they're wanting to, um, to get started with us. I'll also throw in $100 off their evaluation price um, if, if they come in um, in the next 15 days. So I'll add that on there, throw that in there for everyone that's, um, that is uh, on this call, that's live on this call. So this course is for you if you've tried everything and nothing seems to be lasting. If you're frustrated with YouTube, Instagram, or Google exercises that are not working, you're too young to feel like you're 80 years old. You wanna stay active without fear of your back going out. You hate the healthcare system because you already have spent thousands of, thousands of dollars without results, like then this course is for you. Again, one payment of $97, two payments of $57. If you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you can come in for a free discovery visit with one of our specialists to really help discover what's going on, why it's not working, um, what are the areas that we would look at um, to kind of help you navigate that. And I'll throw in $100 off the evaluation if it gets, if um, you come in in the next you know, 15 days or at least get it scheduled. So quick overview of the, of the details. This is kind of what it looks like. So when you sign up, um, Victoria is going to be putting the links in, in the comment section. So you can kind of see the links to the discovery visit if you want to sign up for that or the links to um, the events. Um, they're going to be in the chat. You can see it. You can just click on it. You can save it, um, pull it up on your browser. But this is kind of what it looks like. This is what it looks like for the payment section. So you can kind of see that part of it. And then this is what it looks like if you have um, successfully signed up. So you can kind of know that, oh, yep, yeah, this, this worked. And this is your welcome email. You'll kind of look this, this is kind of what it'll look like. Um, if you sign up, you're gonna get a welcome email. There's a welcome video that I, so it really kind of helps you understand how to navigate this and get the most out of the course as well. And then these are some of the questions that you, the questionnaire that you, we want you to fill out before you do the online course. And then if you want to sign up for the discovery visit, this is what it looks like. You'll just put your name, uh, phone number, email, and add a little bit of comments in through there so we can help um, understand a little bit more about what's going on before we get you in. And again, two op three options, one-time payment, two-time payments, or a free discovery visit. Um, and I'll give you $100 off the evaluation if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And Victoria will put that in the comment section. So while you're here, you showed up today, even though you're incredibly busy, because I know we are all incredibly busy for a specific reason. So you might feel stuck. You've tried everything. Nothing's really worked. 
you're tired of being in that chronic back pain that just keeps on coming back. You're frustrated that you're not able to get answers. And honestly, that's what we like to do. We like to provide education and help provide answers um, to, you know, what's going on with back pain. You want more, you're intrigued by the idea that you can get answers on your back pain and what, you, you know, this is what you've been looking for. A little bit about everything. Again, you'll have a questionnaire that's gonna guide you through the course. You're gonna understand how we feel pain. There's five categories. You're gonna understand the three major back sources to back pain. And then you're gonna understand why medications, injections, surgery, MRIs, all these things are not, are, um, are, are a potential waste of your time and money. So don't be afraid to just believe that it's possible. That's what we ultimately want to leave you with. Again, these are our three options. And now I'm going to um, stop the recording so we can answer any questions that anyone has. Hey y'all, I'm Catherine, the Client Relations Manager. I hope you enjoyed the information in this podcast. If you are looking for more information to figure out how to fix your back pain, click on the link below for our back pain ebook. And if you would like to talk to one of our specialists, you can also click on the link below for a free discovery visit if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Thank you.